I V M I V M TFG Football is an IVM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the TFG Indian Football Podcast. It feels great to be back in the IVM studio. Uh, not a problem if I'm the only one over here, but uh, great news is we've got Siju back. She's here for a special appearance, I should say. Uh, it, yeah. It's it's because her, her home state, Kerala, has finally a team that will be playing in the I-League. Siju, first of all, how are you feeling? All good, all good, Kevin. Uh, much better. So, I mean, as I said, this week has been a little bit of uh, tiredness and weakness. I'm out of the big thing called dengue. But uh, just that the mosquito is still loitering around, so I thought I'll just take this week off and get fully fit and come back next week. But there you go. Football is something that keeps us going, right? And uh, from the time this news is out that, you know, the bids have been opened up and, you know, and we've been talking about this that we were, you know, we were, we would see some team from Kerala, at least in my generation, because back then we, I did hear a lot of teams uh, like Viva Kerala and ex- the likes of it. But it's this is a great news. Yes, we have Kerala Blasters in ISL, but one particular team from the crazy area, of, you know, where it is, uh, where football is dominant. That's Kori Code. There you go. We have a team from there. I mean, nothing better than that. And I was asked uh, to make a small appearance to talk about it. So I was like, okay, let's do this. I feel much better and it's about talking about Indian football. So Wonderful. nothing better than that. Wonderful. So Chiranjit is also uh, joining us and he's been quiet. He's been listening. So we are talking about uh, Kerala and we've talked about a lot about Kerala. And Chiranjit, finally, yeah. uh, the day is here that Kerala has an I-League team. Oh my goodness, I was so uh, scared that something would go wrong, you know. Like past last year, we have seen, uh, you know, uh, things sort of trying to fall into place and uh, in the uh, towards the end, something goes wrong. I was so scared something might happen similarly here as well. And mind you, it's not the smoothest operation that they have done. Uh, we're thinking like, uh, we were thinking Manjiri is going to be the home ground. Now we're hearing it's Kalikat. Uh, Gokulam FC is going to call itself uh, Malabar FC. Why is so, that? Uh, yeah, it, it was it was initially christened as uh, Malab- uh, Gokulam FC, and Gokulam Group is yeah. the one uh, that is looking after uh, uh, the yeah. club operations. So why all of a sudden so, uh, the name change? It is actually part of history because that region is all Malabar Coast, right? And Kori Code falls under that. So people from that area are called. People, even the people are called, you know, Malabaris or, you know, everything to do that it, towards that side, Kori Code, a uh, bit of Kochi side is called Malabar. So everything there is related to Malabar. You'll get Malabar hotels, food. There's a river festival named after Malabar River Festival. So this is like for all the Malus there, it's not a surprise that it comes with being called Malabar SPA. Okay. So the, the part of the reason is also that uh, I think there's targeting ISL. Okay, that's why they're not staying in Manjeri, even though they know that like a 20,000 stadium will go full every time they play over there. But they want to capture a particular sect of the Mallu identity. You know, uh, Kerala Blasters is like pan-Kerala. 
but they are targeting this particular postal identity and uh, try uh, trying to become a part of the culture and also the fact that kalikat has a 55000 capacity yeah. okay so if they can get enough fans if they can promote themselves well and uh, be welcomed by uh, you know that group of people they may become a force in kerala football that rivals kerala blasters yeah and absolutely if yeah and and if they if they just if they get 30 40000 uh, crowd coming in then they will have enough grounds to say okay let's now let's make an investment we will play in isl as well and yeah. then we will have a kerala derby and how awesome will that be yeah. that will be insane because just to point out and you know for the uh, take the point of challenge i mean even the kochi crowd I and mean, the crowd that comes to watch kerala blasters the 65000 crowd is huge amount of crowd comes from this part of kerala i mean koi code you will find kannur malappuram all of these places so it's insane and i think koi code finally deserved a football there instead of traveling all the way to kochi uh so i think it's crazy so now we will see the actual rival and how the fans are going to be split will they now again travel to kochi stadium or stick to koi code and support their team <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I think last time I saw a match uh, in uh, in Kozhikode, it was uh, a Santosh Trophy match, and the Kerala State team was playing. Yeah. And it was it was fully packed. It it yeah. can rival the Kochi Arena if yes. uh, enough people show up. Yeah. So we have to see if in case a day comes where it's going to be clashing, like Kerala Blasters is playing and Malwar SC is playing. No, that's happen. not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. that that will be better but now we'll see we'll we'll see how the crowd is uh, how the manyapada is still go strong or we still have the gokulam battalion that's what uh, i saw one of the twitter handles the group fan i really hope they don't uh, i really hope they change their name too because see just calling uh, themselves gokulam and naming the uh, club after a company that doesn't really work in the end you know if you want to have a long term presence in uh, indian football you can't be a kalyani bharat fc okay so mm. yeah it's, it's a good step taken by them yeah so uh, so having one team kerala means uh, uh, that is the only team that made it uh, through the bids and uh, the second round of bids uh, meaning uh, ozon fc does not make it through chiranjit any thoughts on that well uh, some problem they ran into at the last moment was uh, they were talking to the bangalore football authorities and uh, some uh, problem regarding getting permission to use that stadium arose so in the last most uh, minute we were hearing they might actually switch their bid to mysore but it was way too uh, complicated and uh, sort of what what you would say it wasn't going smoothly in any way so yeah. it's not really that surprising that they picked only one and uh, obviously the gokulam bid was the favorite by far and uh, you, you have uh, the arrows team coming in from uh, mm. delhi so yeah. 10 clubs are there so you don't really need an 11th club so uh, there was no question of going for a second bid right do we have 10 clubs or is it 9 no it's, it should be 10 right at this point no so uh, out of bagan yeah. east bengal yeah. shillong chennai city neroka minerva arrows and gokulam 1 2 3 Oh, there are nine teams. Okay, so can Mumbai right. still have the cut? <laughs> no, they don't have any. They don't have they any chance right? to come in. 
we may, I mean, we don't know. Uh, CSK Shivajians have been saying they want to withdraw, but uh, what, what if in the last moment they feel something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, an academy team? Mm. They haven't really said they're going to pull out fully yet. So yeah, we might get 10, we might get 9. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. So if they need a 10th team, would they go for Ozone or Ozone is completely out of this scenario? Or out of the picture at this point. I don't think they're going for it in any way. If, if JSK Shivajans pull out, we're going to have 9. Okay. But nonetheless, Kevin and Chiranjit, I mean, look at that 9 teams. I need looks even more interesting now with Azol, Bagan, East Bengal, Shillong. I mean, Neroka and these two new teams that have come in. Crazy stuff. Very I can't just wait. Again, uh, th- there was this talk about uh, having a team coming in from Rajasthan or you know, even Gujarat. You know, had that been, uh, it could have been uh, in a different flavor. Having, a, you know, uh, mm. Ahmedabad cover. probably, where the yeah. new stadium has come up, right? Yeah. So I think uh, very soon we might just see something of Tan Stadia as well because uh, uh, that stadium has really got some facilities. If not a team, at least we should see some friendlies or some uh, uh, national level matches, uh, national games happening over there. Hmm. Yeah, well, actually, overall, just, uh, if we are summing up the topic on Gokulam FC or AKA as they will be known as Malabar FC, it's a crazy time. I mean, good times ahead for Kerala football and finally... They are getting their due after a very long time, and I League looks interesting as ever. So I just I can't wait for the season to start. Imagine uh, this time. I think for the first time we don't really have any club which doesn't bring like doesn't guarantee you a, a certain amount of eyeballs. Exactly. Okay, maybe maybe Chennai uh, city is a is an issue, but uh, if they, if they move to the district, they'll probably get uh, better uh, you know uh, viewership. I don't think they're playing out of uh, the Marina Arena or Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium anymore. Uh, so we'll have to see how that pans out. Uh, Minerva Punjab, they are thinking about moving to uh, Chandigarh. Chandigarh, And yeah. there they have a fan base. Yeah. So it may be a small stadium, but it will have some people and uh, they're, they're going to gain traction. Uh, after all, so many of their young players have done well uh, for the Indian junior teams. Under 23, under 16, under 18. So all of that will fall into place and with Gokulam in uh, or Malabar FC in, we can definitely say that we're going to have the most popular season of I-League years. Yes. Right. So on uh, that note, uh, we will head on to a break and on the other side, uh, we have uh, the under-16 team uh, that is making noise uh, in the SAF Championship. Uh, we will talk in detail about that uh, and also about the in- India squad for Macau that we, uh, we Uh, mentioned about uh, that we will be talking about today that's all on the other side of the break Uh, we will catch you guys see you in a world where people are busy playing mendicote at diwali parties two men decide to go all in in the river uh don't you mean on the river on the river oh yeah two men will go where no one has ever gone before to a studio with no air conditioning or Coke Zero to talk about poker. Hey, order lo na yaar, koi kya ye bakwas? TheSpartanPoker.com presents Mera Kaam Poker, hosted by Azim Banatwala, the best comedian in the world, according to himself, and Peter Abraham, not related to John. New episodes out every Wednesday on the IBM Podcast app or any other podcasting app you use. And for all our listeners who want to try out their hand at poker, you can log on to thespartanpoker.com, register yourself as a user with the promo code IVM 
and you will get 200 bonus cash which you can use to play poker for free see you at the tables Welcome back guys after the break and uh, we still have Siju with us uh, Siju uh, joined in for her favorite topic that is Kerala and uh, Kerala football uh, so how was it uh, Siju talking about uh, one of your favorite yeah, I things mean, Absolutely I think when, when the news broke I even read it saying that this is the happiest thing that ever happened to me at the moment for uh, say from being a football fan and secondly being from Kerala so nothing better than this and uh, I mean, I had to come in and you know do the sneak peek thing and talk about it because, uh, of course, Malu inside me is very happy and proud. Uh, so let's see how the go season for uh, season begins. Just like I said before the break, I can't wait for the season to start because I believe looks interesting as ever. And I think uh, that's all for me for the show. Uh, as I said, uh, I will be back from next week onwards. Hopefully, if everything goes well. Thank you for all the wishes and messages that everybody has been sending me. Uh, it has made me stronger. I'll be back soon on the show, and over to you guys. Uh, take it forward. All right, see you. And we will mo- move on to another topic. Uh, the under-16 uh, national side is playing in the AFC Championship, and uh, yesterday yeah. they played Palestine, and three-zero uh, was the scoreline and convincing victory. Chiranjit, uh, a great yeah. win for us. Yeah, well, the senior national team is uh, not playing Palestine probably, but you know the under-16 team is just showing us what could be, you know. So uh, it was a good, uh, good start to the campaign. They have, uh, uh, they they are not in the easiest of groups, you know. But uh, now with this win, they're uh, top of the group. You can actually expect this team to go all the way and uh, uh, deep into the knockouts. I'm, I'm. Uh, You, you can just look at this team and uh, tell that uh, in terms of confidence and technicality, uh, how ahead they are uh, of uh, what the senior team was at that point. Okay, uh, so yeah, this this next under 18 team, the under 17 squad that's going to play in the World Cup, under 16. When they come in, we may go up to the 70s and 60s when in the rankings. Uh, that's that's just how good they look at this point. Yeah. So uh, you know uh, we are talking about uh, the next generation of Indian football, and uh, yeah. you know it's easily uh, it's it's easy to spot those those guys who are gelling up so well in the team, and you know could be in the future under 18, under 19 teams. So uh, great performance by them. Uh, it started off with a free kick goal uh, that came in the 51st minute. A great free kick taken by Gibson. He jumped the ball over the wall and just beat the keeper with sheer with uh, with his quality of his free kick. And the second goal came in the sec- 72nd minute. And finally, the skipper Vikram, you know, he he put in the final goal. That is the third goal that came in uh, just about 10 minutes from full time. Uh, so that made it three zero. So that was uh, the that was the game against Palestine, and India will be playing Nepal on the twenty second of this month again. Uh, so again, uh, we'll be watching, and uh, we might get you updates on that uh, once it happens. So moving on, uh, we will talk about uh, the the squad for Macau for the Macau game uh, for the Indian national uh, senior national side and. Uh, Uh, a surprise uh, omission for Robin Singh Chiranjit. Robin Singh does yeah, not make the cut. You could have seen it coming. <laughs> you could have seen it coming, right? Because uh, once Balwan Singh starts uh, and comes in and starts scoring regularly, you can't drop him anymore. You know, uh, you can't drop a guy who just uh, scored two goals for you. 
and he's going to play that team again right so obviously he gets the nod ahead of uh, uh, robin singh because part of this uh, this particular squad is also to see new players you know that's why you got uh, 11 players who played for india under 23 uh, who have been called up for this camp and although we don't don't have a confirmation yet it looks like we're going to play a friendly and that's going to be uh, for the new players the young players to showcase themselves ahead of the actual uh, macau asian qualifier uh, that we're going to play on 11th of october so yeah it, it, it's just you know uh constant times uh, regular business which is just trying out new things uh, constantly shifting uh, the uh, the major uh, the the top 15 that we have uh, depending on current form and uh, giving new players a chance yeah. so obviously this is this is looks good man i mean uh, I, i actually sort of what what actually surprises me at this point is that you got 11 new faces uh, who, most of whom have never played for india before Still, this squad looks like it's better than the last squad that we had uh, that went to Macau. Okay, it just it just seems like even though we have we are getting in less experience players, we are getting more and more depth. So, right. so that that can be the best best trick uh, you can say that Constantine has pulled off with this squad. Yeah. So surprise additions in the forward line. Uh, Robinson obviously was uh, did not make the cut. Uh, so he he uh, instead of him, uh, we've got two new players. That's Alan Deori uh, from Shillong Lojong and Hitesh Sharma, the young guy from Mumbai FC, whom we seen him uh, play over there last. So these two guys joined the camp, and uh, hopefully some of them uh, uh, some of them can get get the game time that they need. Uh, Chirindi, the good addition uh, from uh, from Constantine about picking Hitesh Sharma and Alan Deori. So yeah, it's been a while since we have uh, heard Alan Deori get this much attention, right? Uh, when he was playing in Goa, he was uh, doing pretty well. Uh, in the middle of things, uh, he sort of seemed to fade away from the spotlight. But now he's back. He's chance by Constantine to prove himself for the national team. I think this is uh, you know a potentially a redemption story for him. But if he gets a chance, it's going to be probably just one or two chances uh, in which he has to prove himself. So probably one of the milestone moments of his career that he's approaching. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 will be interesting to see. You know, which of the players uh, joining the camp for the very first time uh, get a chance uh, to in the in the final squad. And uh, moving on, uh, we have an update from the topic that we talked about yesterday. Uh, so. Chiranjit, uh, East Bengal and Mohan Bagan did a joint press conference yesterday. What updates do we have from there? So uh, the East Bengal officials came to Mohan Bagan Club yesterday, and uh, they uh, apologized on the behalf of their fans. Uh, and uh, see, this is what they needed to do, and and I like the move that they made. I I respect them for doing this because. so many fans they have they they cannot really control all these fans and they cannot be uh, held responsible for those fans uh, actions right because the, those fans probably don't have any affiliation with the club whatsoever right so so what what they did was that they came in they uh, had to project uh, a picture of unity you know between the clubs so a picture of uh, friendliness between them because If you don't do that now, then the uh, Kolkata Derby becomes a security risk. Yeah. Like a legit security risk, can uh, it may even uh, come into question whether that can be done or not. Uh, we've already seen, uh, you know, some speculation happening 
uh, whether the derby will be played behind closed doors. You know, and that, that's not what you want at all. Correct. You don't want the situation to deteriorate to a, to a to an extent where everybody loses money and uh, you get to see on TV a Kolkata derby happening in an empty stadium. And and it sucks. You know, last last time it was uh, uh, you know uh, uh, the crowd was restricted from a derby was uh, back in uh, 2013, I think, when uh, Mohan Bagan and Ishwinder played a return leg after the Black Derby. Some just 25,000 tickets were allowed to be sold, uh, and the Salt Lake Stadium looked empty. So it, it it sucks the whole thing. Right. But uh, obviously, this is a title title fight game. Whoever wins will win the CFL. Uh, so there's just as much heat on this game as possible. And if a if a thing like this, if a game like this uh, has to be played behind closed doors, both the clubs lose money, IFL loses money, CFL loses money. So obviously, they came uh, together and uh, uh, showed that hey, uh, no matter what happened, we are together. And one of the significant thing is that. Many speculated that when East Bengal uh, fans, uh, officials would come to Mohan Bagan and uh, speak to them, the FIR uh, that has been filed against uh, uh, East Bengal fans would be withdrawn. But it has not been the case. You know, I, I don't really think even East Bengal officials want that. This, uh, so it, it shows the unity on on both clubs' part that if there are miscreants on either side. Neither club will shy away from getting the police involved to try to punish them and weed them out, and that's the most important message. Doesn't matter which yeah. shirt they were wearing, which colors they were wearing. They are hooligans, and if they are harming others, they have no right to be there in the stadium. Okay, and and that's that's why I laud Israel officials. That's why I laud Mohanbagan officials that they decided not to draw the police matter. The Correct. police will investigate. It's it's a different thing whether somebody will be caught from the videos or not or prosecuted. But it remains a criminal matter, which sends a message that if you do some bullshit when you come to see a football match, you will be punished. If if not now, uh, then later. Maybe later on when you have extra security equipment or uh, arrangements available, it will be easier to immediately catch and punish them. But for now, apparently, some some faces have been identified uh, of stone predators and uh, uh, attackers, and they may actually get caught in the next uh, uh, next uh, coming week. So right. Right. we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Right. So, so I, I have a feeling that if if a case is to be made, they're not going to do it before the derby because if a, if a, let's say that adds more animosity, and it can incite others to uh, do something violent. So they may just wait out the derby, and after Sunday, try to uh, get somebody and uh, and uh, you know maybe find them or uh, bring them in and warn them so that they never do it again. Okay, so that was a great gesture from uh, the East Bengal officials. You know, just showing uh, uh, that uh, there is no tolerance for any crime uh, of any 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 uh, level. Uh, so uh, we hope uh, the culprits are, you know, uh, are brought to justice, and uh, whatever is needed to, you know, prevent this from happening can be done or should be done. On that note, uh, that's a wrap for today's edition of the TMG Indian Football Podcast, and uh, this was a much, much more positive episode than uh, yesterday. And hope uh, uh, the positives continue in Indian football. So, if you're listening to us on YouTube, do not forget to like, share, subscribe, and do not forget to check the description. Uh, we've got uh, some links added uh, of articles that we would want you to read or go through. 
IBM Podcast is an app that uh, you would like to download uh, from Android and iOS uh, for many such shows like TFG Podcast. And uh, the podcast is also available on major major podcasting apps like SoundCloud, iTunes, etc. Till another episode, guys. Uh, take care. was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College, Delhi, performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them, there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India. But unfortunately, most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this, we started ATKT.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper. And I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through ATKT.in, Tanya, my colleague who's a dancer, and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India. And this goes up on our website, our social media, TV, radio, and now of course, this podcast with IVM. Make sure you go to our website, support the talent with your likes, your shares, your comments, all of that really matters. Go ahead, check it out, ATKT.in. बोले मैडम मेन्यू में क्या है मेन्यू में सीन अनसीन है पॉडकास्ट है ऑन कॉस है साइरस है मेर इन इंडिया रीडिस्कवरी प्रोजेक्ट एम्पावरिंग सीरीज सेक्स वेक्स है आईवीएम लाइक्स है सिंप्लीफाइड है कीपिंग इट क्वेयर है टिंग्स एंड डेस्टिनेशन है माई नेबर सकरबर्ग है और द फैन गराज आपको क्या चाहिए एक बार रिपीट कर देंगे क्या रिपीट रिपीट नहीं करता हम आप जाओ आई पे और सुनो ये सब या फिर डाउनलोड करो उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पर